You're listening to The Morning Five, and I'm Michael Ware. Let's open with a reading from Scripture, uh, Colossians 3. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, Forgive as the Lord forgave you, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, since as members of one body you were called to peace. And be thankful. May God bless the reading of his word. Well, we're back after a summer break. We're back at the morning five. We're back uh, at the weekly podcast, which is now known as uh, Where We Are. And on that podcast, the, the, the sort of debut podcast back from summer break that came out uh, just yesterday, Melissa and I announced a new partnership with That Sounds Fun Network and our friend Annie Downs. So this podcast, The Morning Five, uh, where we are, uh, we're, we're joining uh, the That Sounds Fun Network and so excited to be a part of that community. Grateful for new listeners listening to this now because uh, of, of that partnership. And we're really looking forward to uh, uh, continuing the conversation uh, with you as a part of it. Here's what you can expect from The Morning Five. First, you'll get a new episode every morning from Monday to Thursday. And in those episodes, you can expect three things. We'll read from scripture, we'll pray, and we'll go over some of the leading national and international news items to inform your day that you can think about, talk about, respond to, pray for. You can also expect, with exceptions like this episode, uh, as we reintroduce uh, The Morning Five to new listeners, uh, you can expect that uh, The Morning Five will be, that's right, five minutes long. Part of our hope with this podcast is to help build up the habit of considering the news um, while inviting Jesus into that consideration. Our motive here is to help inspire confidence that Jesus is truly up to the task of all of life, including the news that we see on our television screens and newspapers and in our communities every day. And so uh, that's what we do here. It's been such a joy to sort of begin this experiment and now to continue it. And so uh, let's let's. Let's do that this morning. The first news item I want to share with you comes from Moscow, where Daria Dugina, a political commentator and daughter of a chief Putin ally, the philosopher Alexander Dugin, uh, was killed in, uh, by a, a car bomb blast in a Moscow suburb. 
the Ukrainian government has said that they are not responsible for uh, the car bomb. There are still concerns that Putin will retaliate uh, towards uh, the Ukrainians. Uh, anal analysts have also suggested that uh, this might uh, pierce through President Putin's attempt to uh, maintain a sense of normalcy within Russia while the war rages in Ukraine. The second item uh, we'll talk about is uh, Secretary Miguel Cardona has uh, quite a, a, a education secretary. Uh, Miguel Car Cardona has uh, quite a month. Obviously, it's back to school uh, uh, in many places across the country. Uh, as we talk about in the political brief, uh, that you could access at reclaiminghope.substack.com. In the brief, we mentioned that uh, the Biden administration is expected to act on a student loan debt by the end of the month. But my attention was caught by uh, an interview that uh, Secretary Miguel Cardona did on Face the Nation uh, yesterday, where he expressed concern that some states and school districts are responding to teacher shortages, not by improving benefits, uh, salaries, working conditions, growth opportunities, uh, but by lowering standards. Uh, some uh, states for instance, uh, Arizona no longer requires teachers to have a bachelor's degree. Uh, Florida is offering uh, temporary teaching credentials to veterans without certifications. Uh, according to the National Education Association, the U.S. faces a national shortage of 300,000 teachers and school staff. Uh, this is, I think, going to be uh, a topic of significant discussion uh, over the next uh, few weeks as school gets back. Very interesting to see Secretary Cardona speak into this. And uh, I think we'll uh, see both uh, local, state, and potentially uh, federal legislators uh, seek to address the teacher shortage further. Finally, uh, last week, President Biden signed the Inflation Reduction Act into law. Uh, through one perspective, the Inflation Reduction Act is a, a pared down version of the Build Back Better plan. Uh, and some progressive activists have critiqued it for uh, being too small, uh, for not including their favored uh, provisions. Viewed from another lens, for instance, uh, you could look at the climate change provisions and say that this is the single most significant piece of uh, uh, legislation for addressing climate change that has ever been passed. Uh, and so that debate is uh, playing out, will continue to play out. Uh, but just wanted to talk briefly about the provisions of the bill basically covers three areas, climate change, health care, and taxes. Uh, in, under climate change, there's uh, tax credits for carbon capture. 
uh, consumer tax credits for some electric uh, vehicles, new limits on the release of methane gas, and $60 billion in incentives to increase domestic solar panel production. Under healthcare, uh, significantly, Medicare will be able to negotiate drug prices on uh, high-cost drugs beginning in 2026. The bill also um, renews uh, Affordable Care Act subsidies or extends those subsidies, which will uh, it is, is estimated to prevent millions of Americans from losing their health care coverage. Also includes a $35 cap on insulin costs for Medicare patients. So quite a few uh, both sweeping and, and pretty targeted health care uh, provisions here that have been discussed by uh, politicians of, of both parties, most notably uh, President Trump spoke often about Medicare being able to negotiate drug prices. Finally, uh, under taxes, the bill puts in a 15% minimum tax on most companies that report a billion dollars or more in income to their shareholders. And uh, what has come under significant attack from Republicans uh, provides uh, $80 billion uh, for the IRS. And so it's a, uh, it was passed, signed into law last week, thought for this morning five, it would be good to take the time just to give you a sense of uh, the significant legislation that was passed by Congress. And with that, uh, that wraps up the news for this morning. Let's close, as we always do uh, on this podcast, with Dallas Willard's uh, rendition of the Lord's Prayer. Dear Father, always near us, may your name be treasured and loved. May your rule be completed in us. May your will be done here on earth in just the way it is done in heaven. Give us today the things we need today and forgive us our sins and impositions on you as we are forgiving all who in any way offend us. Please don't put us through trials, but deliver us from everything bad because you are the one in charge. You have all the power, and the glory too is all yours forever, which is just the way we want it. Thanks for listening to the Morning Five. Hope you have a good day. Talk to you tomorrow.